Hey guys, this is John with John O. San Diego. Come on, John O. San Diego. That's right. I'm here with my buddy and city councilman, Rob McNellis from the city of Santee. And he is also has a real job. He's uh, with Movement Mortgage. <laughs> he uh, is a, a lender locally. And he's here today to talk to us about uh, what's going on in the real estate market and the financial markets. Um, yeah, just I, I'm getting lots of people that are saying, hey, okay, the market's crashing. Oh my gosh, you know. Rates are going up, so the real estate market is going to crash. And uh, just to get this out in the open right up front, that's wishful thinking for some. Uh, the, the, the majority of the people that are saying that are people that haven't purchased a home and would love for it to crash so that they can go and purchase a home. But the reality is we're still in such a huge housing crisis for lack of inventory that it's still supply and demand. If there's a ton of demand and almost no supply, then prices are not going to go down. Now, that being said, there's no way we can sustain, without a doubt, there's no way we can sustain these 15 and 20% year-over-year price increases. That's just not possible. It's not plausible. Um, But I do think we're still going to see very strong year-over-year appreciation. I think it's going to be in the high single digits, uh, probably. Which still doesn't seven, suck. If yeah, your house is worth 700000 you just made like sixty five grand. Yeah. I, you do a historical, I mean, last 60 years, it's 4.84% year-over-year in San Diego County. If you do a statistic, if you just go back 60 years and year-over-year appreciation, taking the worst um, collapse of the real estate market into consideration. That's, that's also in there. But even with that 2010, 11, 12 timeframe, you could still go back and go all the way through it. And it's still 4.8%. That's amazing appreciation. Now these 15 and 20% year over year, that's a little crazy. I hope it does get back down towards the 4%, 5% range. Unfortunately, I still think we're going to see Fortunately, if you own, not so fortunate if you're buying, uh, I still think we're going to see probably seven, eight percent at least here in San Diego. You know what? I'm, I'm, um, I'm a real estate agent and I make my money when people move. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, a lot of the times people have me over and I'll tell them, um, you want to get a bigger house. There's nothing on the market. Why don't you make your house bigger? Yeah. You know, it, that's very true. It's and very I don't true. make any money on that, but no. it, it sometimes it's in somebody's best interest is just to make their house bigger. And that's probably where, um, that's probably where the majority of the refis are right now is cash out to improve a property and or debt consolidation because rates have started to tick up. I mean, my goodness, in the last 10 days or 10 trading days of the mortgage backed securities market, we've seen an increase, um, or we've seen the mortgage backed securities decrease dramatically, which, uh, in turn, is an increase in interest rates. Uh, so we've seen about three and a, three eighths to a half a percent increase in interest rate over the last two, two and a half weeks. That's, that's, that's big, pretty significant, yeah, especially since the rates were around three and you're looking at three and a half, three and five eighths three and five eighths. I mean, some of, if you're going to high balance because now Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, as of any loans being delivered after April one, will now have additional loan level price adjustments to them if they're high balance. So anything over uh, 647200 So any loans over 647200 will have additional add-ons to that interest rate. Oh, um, nice. Oh, yeah. To make it so much better for people borrowing more money to pay more 
to do it. It's just crazy. Gotcha. So a lot of times, you know, we have a, a variety of people that listen to this podcast and it's strange when you look at the, the analytics, it's actually people in Japan. Uh, it, they're probably in the service, right? Yeah. So people all over the planet have some connection to Santee and they stumble upon the podcast and we appreciate them listening. Amen. So when you get back, hopefully your house is uh, worth more than it was before. And, oh, it will be. And then you locked in your rate. Yeah. Um, there you go. But, um, you know, what we're, um, you mentioned earlier about uh, mortgage backed securities and then the fed and how oh, that's yeah. happening and all of those kinds of things. So explain that in, um, in terms that people will stay tuned in. Well, in fact, it's really funny. Even the media gets it wrong all the time when they talk about the Fed raising rates. Everybody hears this on the news. Oh, my gosh, the Fed's going to raise rates. And I was just talking to a guy last night um, at a restaurant and he said, oh, yeah, the Fed's going to I heard the Fed's going to raise rates three times next year. I mean, and so rates are going to triple. And I was a little baffled by where that logic came from. But it's because people just simply don't understand that the what the Fed does is the the Fed the Fed sets the rate at which banks lend to each other overnight. It's an overnight banking's rate. Um, it's it's more tied to your credit cards, your car loans, your personal loans, your personal lines of credit. Uh, a lot of even home equity lines of credit and things like that have an index that's tied to something that, that really is controlled more by the Fed. It's the short-term financing stuff. It's, it has nothing to do with mortgage-backed securities, has nothing to do with um, – 30 year fixed rate mortgages has nothing to do with any of that whatsoever. It is more of the short term stuff. And the reason for it, the reason the Fed would raise rates is to stave off inflation. Inflation is the mortal enemy of long term investments. So let's say you bought, just think about it in this way you buy a note at 3%, at a 3% coupon. That 3% is your yield. That's what you're going to earn for the next 30 years because you're buying a 30 year mortgage-backed security. It's 30 years. And inflation gets to 7 8%, you're you're losing you're going to be losing money on that on that money. So in order to reduce inflation and keep it get it back down to the 2% level that the Fed feels comfortable with, um what they do is they make it more expensive for you to buy other stuff, make it make it more difficult for you to attain more credit and go out and just spend, spend, spend. So the raising of- They don't do it directly. It's an indirect- It's indirect by raising yeah. credit card rates, basically. You're going to, mm-hmm. you know, the adjustable rate credit cards and and car loans and things like that. You're, that money is going to get more expensive. So it will slow down that buying and keep inflation, hopefully bring inflation back down. So when you hear that the Fed's going to raise rates, oftentimes that's a great sign to- uh, investors that buy mortgage-backed securities that okay, they're paying attention. They're gonna they're going to be watching our bottom line for us, and they're going to help reduce inflation, which will make our investments a better investment for the long haul. So, home loans actually oftentimes get better after the Fed raises rates, and people and people just don't get that. They don't understand the correlation. It, it's because they're just different indexes that you're, that you're gotcha. buying into. But that's why we're here today, to make it yeah. that nice, simple thing all nice and clear as mud now. More simple. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier also that there's a um, one of the reasons why they would increase the cost of the, uh, the bonds was so that more investors want to jump in the pool, right? Because yeah. the feds are pulling out. Yeah. So as the fed um, divests themselves from uh, 
mortgage-backed securities and treasuries. To, now, was that all the quantitative easing, easing and yeah. all that stuff? Okay. Yeah. So as they start as they start backing off from that and purchasing less mortgage-backed securities and less ten-year uh, treasury notes, that means that the market has to absorb that, and the market is oftentimes a lot of foreign investment. Um, and if there's no appetite for it, they they're not selling. Then, in order to incentivize investors to come in and buy, they have to sell a higher rate coupon. So they have to sell a higher, and that's the Fed sells those at higher rates. It's not the Fed, okay? But um, it's Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. It's the it, gotcha. Jenny Mae. Um, those are all the the mortgage backed security coupons that are out there, okay? Um, and so they come in and buy buy into those pools. And in order to get them to incentivize them to do that, to free up some liquidity into the market so that people can sell that off and then they can buy more mortgage-backed securities, you've got to increase the interest rate. You've got to increase the yield to incentivize them to buy. Gotcha. Okay. And and that's what we're seeing right now. And we're seeing that right now, big time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's a lot of foreign investment. And then that's all foreign. A lot of it. It really is. The last coupon, last. um, Which isn't a bad thing. No, that's yeah. economic development. We're bringing money from outside the country yes. in. Yes, yes. Um, so, um, as a real estate agent, I hear a lot of folks for since day one. Oh, you know what? I'm going to wait for six months to see how it happens. See what goes on. See if the prices of houses drop because I hear that that the market's going to like dip a little bit. Well, it's not going to appreciate as fast as it was appreciating, but they can get the double whammy if they wait six months because the interest rates aren't going to be where they are today. This is this is true. I I. Unfortunately, I do see rates continuing to to go up a little bit here. Um, I see definitely the high threes, low fours uh, by the end of this year, by the third quarter. I mean, we're already starting to see that right now, right Which, now. don't get me wrong, it's higher than it was. But, but oh my gosh. Historically still sensational, absolutely. Yeah, I think my first house was 10 and 5 eighths. Yeah, mine was nine. Um, but, you know. I had are, crappy credit back then. I had good credit and it was nine. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, times change and, uh, and, and so does everything else. And so, um, with that information where you just look forward, uh, I do think that there will be a time end of this year, maybe first quarter of next year that we will see some bit of a recession just because of all the debt that the government has put onto, onto the economy. I, I, I actually do see a recession. I think rates will, we'll see another little bit of a drop, but wait, waiting for that drop to happen next year or the end of this year while at the same time prices of homes are appreciating at such right. a rapid so rate it it's 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 two fi- fronts you're fighting on yeah here. one is the rates and one is the the cost of the house yeah it's and it, so waiting six months to a year you could be paying anywhere from 300 dollars more a month for your interest rate increase to a 300 dollars a month more because of the house went up yeah and so you can look at 600 bucks more because you wanted to gamble. Yeah. You wanted to wait, wait for a mm-hmm. crash. And I, and I totally, which is a car it. payment. Yeah. A I, modest I, car, but a car payment in today's world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I totally understand wanting to wait and hoping that this, there's going to be some correction because it just seems like there's no way this, this can go on like that, but there is just no meaningful building going on. And especially when you talk about California and Southern California on top of that, it is so difficult for developers to get projects approved and now you add to that it's so difficult for developers that even have approved projects to get labor to show up to build the houses if there are materials on site if there are if they can get the materials with supply chain a uh, supply chain demand being as it is um that 
it's, I don't see, a, there's no fix in the very yeah. near future by any means. Right. With the, with the low amount of um, new housing coming online and those prices skyrocketing. I know somebody who's developing a small a condo complex, uh, fewer than 20 units. And originally they were hoping to sell them for 550 when they submitted the plans to their community and um, they're getting offers for every unit in there at $750,000 Oh my a goodness. <laughs> so what does that mean? That means if you have a condo down the street, that's around the same size that yeah. now that's, that carries your value. Yeah. yeah carries the value up. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're in the market or you're interested in getting in the market, it's a great time to buy because it, it's not the best time, but it's better than it's going to be in the, in, in the coming the short foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> When's the best time to buy a home? As soon as you can afford to buy a home. That's yeah. the best time. As soon as you can do it, you really should do it. Um, unless it's a very short-term thing. If you're buying a house just to turn around and try and sell it a year from now, uh, that that's just doesn't make sense. But if you're buying a home to stay in for at least two, three years, you're going to buy in almost any market. You're going to be, you're going to, you're going to be very happy you did so. Mm, exactly. Good deal. So what else is going on in, in the, uh, in the world there? The inventory is low. We talked about that. We talked about financial markets. Yeah. A little um, bit. Are they still healthy? Are they kind of getting wishy-washy? No, they, uh, I mean, stock market, I, I do think there's going to be a correction there as well. Uh, a lot of, a lot of the euphoria in the stock market had to do with, um, with free money from the government. And I think that free money is, uh, is on the, on its way out. I, there's just not a whole lot of free more, so more free the, money to give. So the government's uh, getting close to maxing out their card and, and, yeah. and they got to start eating at McDonald's. Yeah. Nice. And so I think that we will see some of that euphoria go away. And um, I, I think there will be a, a correction in the stock market um, and a correction, I believe anything over 10% correction. But I mean, just look at what it's done, what the stock market's done over the last two, three years. I mean, 10% correction would be, Oh man, it would hurt. I mean, every, we all have four one k's and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Might it's going to hurt? Don't, don't get me wrong, but the reality is that you've made up so much over such a short period of time. It needs a correction, and then that will bring in new investment that could now reafford to purchase, and that'll get a, another rally going again. So, um, what are the experts saying about the likelihood of two or three catastrophic financial things happening? at one time in the foreseeable future, right? If, if the market keeps going up and then it has a bigger fall, the stock market, uh, or if the, the housing market, the interest rates go up higher than they, than we expect them to, that could cause it to get a little, little wobbly. Well, I mean, even in, if, if you look at, see, I, I nerd out on some of this stuff historically, that's why I brought you in <laughs> historically. If you go, you can go back to every, um, F every economic dur- downfall, every uh, um, uh, recession that we've had in our country since we've kept records. And aside from one, one time only, and that was the great real estate depression of 2010, um, real estate has thrived during every other economic downturn. Well, especially now, because you still need a place to live. And that's exactly it. It, Yeah, the government is going to also be making it more expensive to buy second homes. They've already made it more expensive to buy investment properties. Um, 
And it's mainly to try and keep investors from snatching up the market or people trying to give people an opportunity to, to, to buy, buy a house. house. Yeah. And that's the reason for this new loan level price adjustments for, and for second homes as well. The second home was always treated as your primary residence. Basically it was, you get the same interest rates, you get, you know, the same wonderful interest rates. But um, as of April one, that's changing as well. There's going to be some major, major adjustments to that interest rate. It's going to make it more like just an investment property which is already super expensive. Still have to, to come in with the same down payment as you would for uh, no, now? No, no. Okay, you'll, you'll still be able to come in with as little as 5% down on the second home, but mm-hmm. you're just going to, you're going to pay through the nose for an, an interest rate. And that's once again, it's because the, the relatively speaking. Yeah. As, as yeah, if it was yeah. before. And compared to your primary right. residence. Yes. Uh, correct. So if you're, let's say you were paying, gosh, you get, it gets up to 4% on your primary. You may be paying five and a quarter, five and three eighths on, on an, a second home still historically a great darn rate. It just, right. Which means that you still have a primary residence somewhere. And then uh-huh. outside of a, a hundred mile radius, you have another property. You, oh, yeah, it's in theory, in theory or at the beach. It's, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or the mountains, you mm-hmm. know, and sometimes there's right. that as well. So um, yeah, but that once again, it's all because even the government recognizes that there is such a huge housing shortage that we, that they, they're doing everything they can to try and let people get their primary residence in. And if you're going to pay, you're willing to pay extra for an investment or second home, then great pay extra for it. But maybe it's, it puts some of those people to the sidelines going ah, Okay. Maybe we don't get a second home now. Maybe we just get an RV yeah, <laughs> or a big boat. And, uh, and hopefully opens, it keeps the door open for someone to get their, their first primary residence. Well, that, that's my goal is to help as many new uh, first time home buyers get into a house. How does this, um, do you see this affecting people that maybe are right sizing their situation? So somebody that has, you know, a 3,000, 3,500 square foot house and they want to get down to 15 or 1600 square feet, single level, that kind of thing. Um, you seeing anything that that's an issue for them? It's yeah. I mean, yes, because we're not, even the houses that are being built, are now they're they're building big bigger houses at least either two story and you're talking in Southern California in Southern California yeah mm-hmm. uh, some that are you know two story on smaller lots because that's the only way developers are able to make their money is with getting some square footage uh, put in there for them and and selling bigger houses on these little tiny lots or condos and a lot of times we talk about empty nesters that are looking for the forever home. Um, downsizing, like you said, they're oftentimes looking for single story units, but don't want anybody above them or below them. And that is a, that's a product that's not being uh, brought into the market right now because it's, it's in this state, in this state, because it's yeah. just difficult. You want to move to Mesa, Arizona? Yeah. There's probably all sorts of them out there. Yeah. 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 Or what was the, um, Bullhead city. Yeah. There's oh, bullhead city. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking of, Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> <Awesome>. Kingman. <laughs> oh, very cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. We know somebody that, that moved out in that direction. Yeah. So, um, what else do you got going on with the city of Santee? Uh, city of Santee actually, uh, tonight, one of the big things we're just going to be talking about is at the city council meeting tonight, city council meeting tonight. Yeah. Six thirty. Six thirty. Yeah. Six thirty on, on Santee, Santee TV. TV. It's so it's not in person. No, this will, we actually have to go back to uh, virtual again, uh, 
which we were hoping we wouldn't ever have to be talking like that, but we have to, we have to go back to virtual again because numerous people are getting the, getting the COVID. Um, I saw something today that says that, that hopefully uh, by the end of next week, we'll start to have hit the peak. Well, I think, what was it? Even Fauci was saying at this point is it's just so um, what's the word I'm looking for. Everybody can get it. It's, uh, uh, yeah. sounds like yeah, that's right. everybody can Every, get it. Everyone's going to get it. You this know, I one, had a friend call it the, um, it's a prairie fire. We were supposed to go out yeah. to lunch. He goes, let's just wait till this prairie fire is over. And that's totally a great description. It's just a foot and a half tall and it's a mile wide yeah. and everything in this track is just getting eaten up. And but, that's really, yeah, yeah, that is a good description because uh, thank goodness, um, for this one, from what I've, I've seen, I'm just personal experience and everybody I know that's gotten it thus far. It's, it's really like, it's been the cold. It's annoying. It's yeah, it's annoying. It's not, mm-hmm. any, it's not putting in people in the hospital or we're not, you know, for the vast majority of it, we're not getting people rushed down and put on respirators uh, like, you know, like previous uh, strains. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the nasty cold, mm-hmm. which is good. Hopefully. And Hopefully we're almost at the end of our two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying city council tonight. So city council tonight. Yeah. We're doing virtual. Uh, but we'll be talking about redistricting because now that the uh, Senate assembly and congressional redist- uh, districts are be- are redrawn and, and confirmed, we've got to finish ours up now. So, and this is mandated by the constitution, right? Yeah, this is mandated by, yeah, by the constitution. So every 10 years you've got a new census and that census, when that census comes out, there's a greater concentration or lesser concentration of uh, population in, in certain areas. And so they try and they, they, try and level yeah, it. Are they? Uh huh. So it used to be, as I understand it, that it was done just based on population. Uh huh. And then somewhere along the line, it became um, by um, minority status, by protected class, by uh, even what party you're from. All that. so now they're they're um, the way it's designed is to create active niches. To, to help one part or the other. Yeah. We'll go with that. Okay. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Okay. So um, the city of CNT has to do this. Have to wait till all the chips fall yeah. and everybody else does it. Yep. And then you guys get to go ahead and do it. And now um, we've got to get it finished up. Yeah. This year as well. Gotcha. So we're doing our third workshop on it tonight. Will this be in effect for the elections in November? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So once again, we don't, because we don't have primaries, like they have to do it earlier with the, they have to do it right away with the other ones because there are primary races. That are pushed to June this year, right? Yeah, they're pushed to June because, because, because of this, it's okay. T- took some time. Um, so now you're going to have a lot of different races where people were in one district that they're no longer in and, um, and they're now having to jockey for, all right, where, what do we do now? Uh, Who is this new person? Yeah. So we could we could have the same thing happen here in Santee, where you've got a couple of council members that end up in the same district, and they got to run against each other, or someone walks away, or whatever. I I don't we don't know yet. Okay, gotcha. And then that means the polling stations could shift a little bit depending on how radically the lines are drawn, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So actually, start reading your mail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So things are going to change a little bit, and, and that's usually the way that uh, people get hold of yes. you. Yes. Okay. So that's we'll be talking about that tonight. Um, and then just, you know, other the normal, city. Yeah, the normal, gotcha. the normal stuff. Well, we'll be tuned in probably with uh, a nice glass of uh, something. 
Good for you. I and, wish uh, we could as well. With the feet up on the couch. It would make the meetings much more, on much Facebook. more real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are in person or you guys have to do no, it? No, we, we're still virtual. You have to do it virtually as well. But we're on camera the whole time. Oh, nice, little, nice. Couldn't, couldn't put up a glass of wine at the... You know, no. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't. Probably wouldn't show well. No, yeah. that probably wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, make sure you turn off your mic. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a problem with that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I hear that happening on occasion. I've, I've heard of that happening yeah. on, on occasion myself. Yes. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, anyway. You ever been to church and have the, you know, somebody go up from that was on mic and they forget to turn off and go to the bathroom. It's hilarious. That would be fantastic. It would it gives be. us something to talk about. <laughs> exactly. So, um, okay. So we talked about, uh, how the market is by now. Yeah. If you have any questions, you can always call Rob. Yes, you can. And your, what's your number? 619-279-6162. Awesome. Thanks, Rob, for your help. If you guys uh, know anybody that needs uh, to get a refi or to get a purchase loan, they can call Rob. And, Absolutely. And if you know somebody that needs to buy a house, you can give Absolutely. me a call. Absolutely. And John O. San Diego. Yeah. yeah let, look, him, let him buy or sell your house. Okay, you, you keep laughing every time. Now, I thought the alliteration worked, but apparently it's kind of corny. It's No, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you're so full of crap. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, guys, for Rob McNellis and John Olson from John O. San Diego. We'll see you next time.